Drama City's got that small town mentality. Come promote your music. Come talk about your insanity. No need to keep your PG, so feel free to say whatever you please. You can talk about the weather. You can talk about religion. You can talk about the news. Doesn't matter what you say. Just make sure what you say is true. But don't worry, just come through. We can have some laughing giggles. We can even spit some riddles. I'm some fire instrumentals. Yeah, that's how we get down. Drama City's got that small town mentality. 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 There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Small Town Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Ben. Randy's here. How's it going? Producer Dave. Yo. And our guest for today is Dave Sarah, LA comedian, Hi. Discord. Open micer. <laughs> well, I mean, you're still a comedian, though. I'd like to call myself that, but it's hard, dude. People, yeah. you know, you can't really call yourself a comedian unless you're actually like making money from it. That's what I think. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've actually heard that. You know, have you made? It's a way to. Money? It's a way to keep humble. I've made a little bit of money. Uh, I've had a couple uh, paid shows at you know some places in uh, Hollywood, like. Ha ha and stuff like that. Ha cafe. I've done a show at the Improv and Brea. You know, a couple paid shows, but for the most part, it's you know, it's rough. Thanks for having me on, by the way. Oh, thanks for coming, man. Of course. Uh, so this show, how this show really generally goes, is uh, like this. You just kind of figure it out. <laughs> cool, cool. No, I'm here. You know. I don't, like, I thought I was going to have to come up with some uh, stuff to talk about, but then I was thinking to myself, motherfucker, that's for you guys. I'm just oh, here yeah. to comment. Oh, this is going to be a long night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. We don't do that at all. Well, I mean, I, dude, I got, to- I got topics. Dude. If we want to talk, like, it, most of my shit revolves around conspiracies, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I can, I can talk. I can talk. Yeah, you got a, an alien channel on your Discord, huh? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's uh, aliens and science, actually, because oh. they're very closely related. Yeah. Okay. Could see that. On my a- fucking Instagram got hacked, so don't go to my Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Second time that. in a couple months, man. Fuck. Well, so goddamn annoying. No, it was a uh, P4SSW3RD. So close, go. but not quite. Uh, in in small town mentality news, we got a new sponsor this week. Mm. Hopefully for a while. Um, that's Ballsy. You go to ballwash.com, use promo code STMPOD at checkout, and you can get yourself 15% off. That is if you want to take care of your balls. <laughs> is that like deodorant? Yeah, they've got they've got a nut spray, which is like a cologne for your nuts. They got nut rub to clean your nuts. They got Fucking good head shampoo. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, all kinds of cool stuff. See, that's good. See, good head shampoo is important for a guy like me because I'm not circumcised. So you got to clean all that smegma out and shit. So excellent, man. And all, as always, spunklube.com. You guys know about that one. Spunk lube. Yep. Someday we'll have a 
sponsor that doesn't go on the genitals, but I'm hoping that day is far away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep bringing on the genitals. Or, or for your genitals. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking funny. I think that's kind of falls into our range here, man. Yeah. I think we're doing good. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. You want to get into some, con- some conspiracies or what? We're into right. Oh, my God, dude. Right off the bat, I mean... I don't know. I was I was trying to figure out like I was asking you the other day. I was saying, what are you and your friends like into? Like, what should I talk about? I mean, as far as I know from you, like you guys are fucking truckers. I'm... And you made it seem like <laughs> really that's all you guys are into is fucking trucking. Yep, truck it so, up. Uh, truckers are scum. I'm sorry. You're all horrible. I'm still traumatized from last week, man. What happened last week? Why? What happened last week? We shut down the fucking interstate. Oh, we had yeah, more yeah. truckers than a fucking Texas whorehouse up in this yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't. See now, are Texas whorehouses good? Go. What's Say that? Are, are Texas whorehouses good usually? I don't know. I have no idea. No. I lived Fuck. in Texas for a little bit, but I don't remember seeing any horse whorehouses. Horse yeah, houses. I feel like they're horse houses. That's what it is. Yeah, horse I mean, really, the horse is the like the top of the line in the bestiality food chain, right? I mean, uh, if you're gonna fuck an animal, a horse is the way to go. I feel like it's too tall. That's why. I mean, like a like a good like a good uh, runway model, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's tall. I'm just saying to like, you'd have to use a stool to get up there. So, <laughs> so you're, you're saying a, a pony would be better? Are you Ben? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a like a little Sebastian pony, yeah. yeah like, like a, a little, little pony, yeah. Yeah, my like mm-hmm. like my little pony. Yeah. This has got to be a record for <laughs> us getting straight into the bestiality talk, man. This yeah. is a brony, just right into it. I mean, if you think about it, like a sheep, you know, a sheep's got to be almost like fucking a fat bitch. That's what I would think. A soft one, maybe. A soft fat bitch. Yeah, a soft Armenian one with hair on its ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, what did I say the other day? You got to get the Velcro gloves. That's what it is, Velcro gloves. Hold on. <laughs> but what is the Velcro? It, it, it holds on to the cotton? Is that what yeah. it's for? Yeah. Oh, my God. You guys. <laughs> I'm about to start that's praying. fucking hilarious, actually. What did I do? I'm going to start praying for you. Well, I'm an innovator. <laughs> Progressive. Yeah. Oh, God. You, you find a problem, you solve it. They're slippery. Ooh, giraffe. See, I like that. Somebody in chat said a giraffe. Yeah. See, like that's got to be prime fucking pussy. Hmm. I feel like to get in to get any head, you have to be like on top of a building. No, man. They they have those long ass necks. They can come <laughs> down to your level. I guess so. <laughs> I, hear, I always hear wondered why why they have those horns on their head. Like those little fucking nubs. And I recently found out that like it's because they fall from the vagina. So like the nubs help the babies from basically getting uh, head injuries. Hmm. Interesting, right? Because they fall like nine feet from the fucking vagina. They just fall out. Yeah, it'd be nice to just fall out of a vagina. (laughs) Actually, that's a bad (laughs) thing. Yeah, I was going to say... It's probably a bad thing. Just I came out with my umbilical cord around my neck. No shit. 
Oh yeah, I was already like trying to bust the Robin Williams. Oh, no shit, me too. Nice, Robin Williams. Oh, also, oh, it's a hand. Oh, oh, it's a turkey. Huh? Oh, I was born with the umbilical cord around my neck. Yeah, I was saying you went with the Robin Williams as well. No, this is before Robin I mean, Williams. Anything he copied? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't be the first one. Yeah. I just stuck my ear up to the wall of the womb and said, okay, this is what I got to look forward to. Nope. Fuck this. Okay. <laughs> Not getting born into this fucking nut farm. Yeah. And like, I was also born feet first. So that's, you know, my dad oh. was like, ugh, what an ugly child. Ugh. Oh, man. Ooh. I just picture your mom walking down the hospital hallway and you're just like hanging out underneath. Uh, feet down, hanging with the ring around your neck. <laughs> Is that too far? Yeah. No, okay. no, not at all. I was just I was trying to think of a funny joke, like some kind of bungee. Oh yeah. Bungee joke, but there you go. Yeah. I was just wondering, was your mom just like doing yoga while you she was pregnant or something, just to get you all mixed up like that? Damn. I don't know. I I have a feeling like because me, my brother, and my sister, I'm the youngest. We're all six years apart. And so I'm 34. Like my my parents are old as shit already. So by the time they got to me, it was like, I mean, was it an accident? I don't know. Maybe. But by the time they got to me, you know, like, I never got a new car. I never got uh, braces. I never went to private school like my brother and sister did. So, like, I always got all the fucking hand-me-downs. So, it would be somewhat poetic for me to just be like, get him out of my vagina already. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a funny conspiracy. Like, oh, no, he killed himself. Did you guys not see that? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You as a baby? No, he killed himself. <laughs> yeah, the fucking the Clintons came in. Yeah, don't cut the umbilical cord. Hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> um, I got a question. Yeah. Yeah. Were you into that um, guy called Cappy? Was it Alexander or some someone Cappy that was making a whole bunch of conspiratorial? accusations cappy. against against hollywood no cappy no never even heard of that yeah. explain explain yeah he's interested now mm-hmm. <laughs> he sparked interest are you googling uh, I, yes because i couldn't remember his first name isaac cappy hmm. was his name. Hmm. he came out on uh i don't know twitch or one of the one of the uh, platforms where you just you know hit go hit go live and it goes live and mm-hmm. he's making all these accus- accusations about uh, pedophilia in hollywood uh, mm. just throwing out like every name he could, he's every like a name. gamer uh no he was an actor oh wow the actor the <laughs> actor cappy i don't isaac cappy was his name and Corey Feldman, i gotta see a picture um Man. no i don't i mean the the these accusations have been going on for a while i mean but um i've never personally seen anything i mean i've seen some weird shit here i've grew up in los angeles but um you know like um also when you kind of live here you kind of kind of don't pay attention to a lot of this shit also so some stuff kind of whooshes over my head or I just don't pay attention to it just because for whatever reason. But 
um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I know, I know people that have been, you know, like um, almost seduced to be, who knows, trafficked or I don't fucking know. Uh, I know a lot of people that like were almost stolen as kids even by like fucking gypsies, basically. Gypsies. I was always with yeah. gypsy growing up because uh, we traveled a lot and uh, didn't have really have a work ethic. <laughs> we just didn't care. Well, dude, yeah, that fucking that caravan. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. Like, especially if you go to places like Italy or France, like um, they'll try to they'll try to take your child, man. It's no fucking joke. Hmm. Come watch the show, little child. Come. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, you know, friends that were touched. <laughs> I was like, were you ever touched? Well, yeah. Child actor? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I was never. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I was, I was actually pretty like big. Um, like my dad. See, I'm Armenian, so like the there's like the Armenian Church, which is a pretty big uh, Christian church. And then there's also like um, organizations that are like tied to the church. I was part of the youth one. My dad was part of the adult one for a long time. He was the, the president of the church in our city for like 10 years. And then um, <clears throat> some shit always happens. Like it, it always has to do with money or some shit. Like, so they were running like a bingo thing, right? And the people that are running the bingo, they're not supposed to get paid. Okay. You're supposed to do it as like a charity. But what they found out was that like, when you're not fucking paying these people, they don't want to come twice a week for six hours. So you got to give them a little something on the side. So when they found all that shit out, they're like, no, we can't do this, blah, blah. And then the bingo went to shit until what? They started fucking paying them again. It's all the same shit. I think you win a little Armenian. Uh, when you were during the explanation there. Did yeah. I go a little Armenian there? Yeah. I don't know. What the yeah. fuck, dude? I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm first gen. I'm born in the United States, but my yeah. parents are fobs, dude. Um, I forgot what I was going to... Oh, somebody uh, commented if I was going to ask or I was going to try to talk you into becoming a Christian or something like that. The funniest, I remember who it was. The funniest Armenian genocide joke somebody asked too. Um, what about becoming a Christian? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, you're fine. Uh, do you have the joke? I, I look, okay, so <laughs> I have one uh, genocide joke and I got asked to do a show at Flappers and Flappers is in Burbank, which is like a big Armenian community. So I was, and it's like a, it was a predominantly like Armenian show. So I, I told the girl that was hosting, I said, you know, I don't really have Armenian jokes. So I don't know. She said, no, no, just do your regular material. It'll all be fine. I said, okay. So I had a couple of days. So I, I thought of one and I opened with it, which I shouldn't have done. But um, <clears throat> the joke was this, the joke was, um, so the Turks invited all of our smartest and wealthiest Armenians uh, to a peace conference in 1915 and then slaughtered all of them. So maybe they weren't the smartest Armenians, right? And just that, like, divided the room into two. Yeah, but between people with a sense of humor and people without a sense of humor. Exactly. It was basically people <laughs> under 45 and people over 45 is basically what it was. 
that yeah i can just picture that that uh oh yeah dude i mean it's it's like the holocaust thing man like young jews get it old jews don't they just it, it's too close to home for them and even more so because 1945 versus 1915 bro so yeah what was the worst joke it, you had bomb uh, oh bomb well i've had a lot of jokes bomb bomb but like the worst is bombing when you don't have jokes. Like you just staring at the crowd. I've, I've done that a couple of times. And like even recently, so like I started maybe about three years ago and I was bombing all the time, like forgetting what I was supposed to say, stuttering, blah, 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 staring, not spitting anything out. And then, you know, after a couple of months, you get used to it. And then, for a couple of years, that never happened to me. And then recently, maybe about two or three months ago, I think I got a little too fucked up. And I just like was staring at the microphone. You're supposed to get five minutes. And like after a minute, they're already giving me the fucking light. And I was like, fuck, dude. I feel like such an asshole idiot, dude. Because you're like, you're technically around your peers, you know? Like it's open micers, yeah. So it's, it's okay. But, you know, they just... Everybody talks. Everybody talks shit somehow. They'll find a way. But yeah, it, it's it's devastating. Like when you just like I remember the microphone ring on it. It was red. I remember just staring at it for probably 30 seconds. It's rough. Randy, didn't you say something about a PC high school or, or college? College. Or I was doing a college, man. I will never fucking do a college again. <laughs> and uh I, I should have known I was in trouble because it was an open mic. And the kid in front of me, you know, I'm uh, almost 30 at this point. So uh, the kid in front of me does a whole bit about how he wrecked his dad's car trying to do a stunt that he saw in Fast and Furious. And everyone is laughing their ass off. And I'm just sitting there thinking, if I wrecked my dad's car trying to do some shit I saw on a Vin Diesel movie, he beat my ass until I answered to Toby. So, so working a uh, slavery reference into a joke about child abuse was mm. not going over well with these guys. Yeah. Um, but the uh, I get up there and I'm doing like, you know, oh, you know, fat jokes and this and that. And they're just looking at me like, oh, he's fat shaming himself. Get into a safe space. Why would you say that? you have value? Don't say these things about yourself. I'm like, I know what the fuck I look like. What the fuck is wrong with you kids? And then I ended it with a joke about taking Emily to the gynecologist. Now, this got me some laughs, but only from the girl. Is that your daughter? Uh, my, my fiance. Oh, okay, great. So this got me some laughs, but only from the girls. The guys in the room looked like I had just picked my nose and ate it. Hmm. <laughs> I've done that. And I'm like, you fucking, you know, 18, 19-year-old kids better get with the fucking program because this is life, man. You better either get used to the idea of going to the gynecologist or start fucking each other because those are your only two options, man. The gynecologist is a weird fucking thing to me too, especially it's like um, I have a I, I have a cousin that like dated uh, her gynecologist for a while, like rich fucking guy, like uh, lives in Hollywood, um, does a bunch of <laughs> looks at a bunch of movie stars' pussies, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, but, like just going to a gynecologist. Yeah, just going to a male gynecologist to me is fucking weird. 
I knew a gynecologist, man. He said it was like looking under the hood of a car after your first year. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, imagine there, the, for, uh, there isn't there is no man out there fucking whatever's underneath the hood of the car usually. Well, nobody ever thinks so. Mel's either. There are dudes that are they both smell like gasoline. Cars here or what? Yep. Yeah, let's let's go with cars. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were you gonna ask, Dave? That was, that was actually the whole premise behind the fucking joke, by the way. The smells? Was, no, that I was gonna oh. take her to the gynecologist. <laughs> she had a period that went longer than it was supposed to. And mm. to the gynecologist, and I was like preparing all these jokes because I was gonna talk to her, like talk about her like she's a car. Like, Doc, I don't know what's going on. I can't get her started in the morning. I got this leak. Yeah. I don't know where that's coming from. She keeps making this fucking noise. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like that uh, that old uh, whose line is it anyway thing, like uh, things you could say about your girlfriend but not your car or something like that. Or yeah. things you can say about your girlfriend but not your business or what the fuck, yeah. like parking in rear. But uh, yeah. Um, what I was going to say was um, I was going to to ask i don't remember now but it'll, it'll come to me oh i think uh, i was just curious like what do you guys like what do you do what are you guys into so i know what to like talk about you know i, know. I play video games comedy no oh. uh what, what kind of video games like apex on i'm on apex right now i just beat uh nice star wars though the uh, what is it fallen Jedi? So pc yeah fallen order. no fallen order no xbox one oh xbox okay that's cool yeah yeah, I've been playing the. Uh, you know, I have. I don't. Ha- I don't have a desktop anymore. I sold it maybe about a a year ago or so. But for you know three three years or so, I was playing a lot of Overwatch, Quake. Obviously, I, I mean, I started playing Quake like nearly tw- twenty years ago. Yeah. So like, I'm big into the Quake scene. Love that shit. Um, never played Halo. Somebody's asking me about Halo. Never really played. I mean, I played a little bit of Halo on like Xbox, but. Um, Mostly Quake, Apex, um, fucking trying to remember. Like uh, mostly first-person shooters for me. Yeah, we've we've banned uh, Halo talk since the Halo episode. <laughs> oh shit, is that right? Started. Wait, wait. I want to know why though. We get Crom started on Halo, and we will be sitting here for three hours just going. Uh, Halo. Is Crom one of those fucking like he's a he's like a Halo? He's like the, a groupie. Yes. He's hey, grouping. That's cool. Hey, man. We, dude, hey, you know what? I used to fucking get like annoyed with guys like that, but I oh. realized that, like, honestly, I'm a guy like that. Like, I'm a fucking I, like, I'm a troll first of all. First and yeah. foremost, internet troll, 100%. Like, that's my MO. I love that. But, like, I used to get annoyed by, like, fucking guys like that that would, like, you know, come into my Twitch stream and, like, I don't know, dude. Being too nice? What? What am I getting mad at them? They're being. They're supporting me. Why yeah. am I getting mad? I don't fucking know. And then I realized, dude, these guys like mod these guys. That's what I think. Mod these motherfuckers. You know, that's what I say. Oh, a question that gave Crom admin rights to my <laughs> Discord server. <laughs> no, no, you what should. You that's what you should do. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Mod your trolls is what I say. Oh okay, yeah, good idea. Because then they'll go to bat for you. They'll become your trolls. Like they'll. Exactly. They'll fucking anti-troll all the other fucking trolls. You pick the good ones. And so that's what I would do. Like I would go into like Twitch servers, get high as fuck on cocaine and just talk all night and then troll the fuck out of them. Either get banned or become a mod. 
So that's how I did it. Nice. So your in game was becoming a mod. Yes. Okay. Hundred <laughs> percent. Good to know. And then yeah, becoming a mod, and then just like promoting my own shit. Probably it's probably why I did it in the end. Yeah, everybody promotes a little bit. I feel weird about promoting a lot. Um, well, yeah, I mean, certain groups and things. But, I mean, you do. Yeah, want- that's because Reddit's told us not to self-promote, but fuck that shit, yeah. bro. Self-promote. You, you do want people to come come over and listen to your stuff or see what you're doing or you know check out your art or whatever you're doing. But at the same time, yeah, of course, like a weird setting, like hey, it's like cold calling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to like respect the the streamer or whatever the fuck but like you know who cares you you throw out a little fucking shade your way who gives a shit man like yeah. really who gives a shit if you're not betting on yourself what'd you do you gain two followers great yeah that's usually what happens too it's like one person after you promote for like a week you get one person then yeah, i mean it's exactly. the <laughs> yeah like I, my youtube channel has been around for like eight years nine years i've been putting stuff on it but like never really gaining any traction and then i i put in a video that's not even mine it's like a it's a uh larry david interview with kevin pollock and i cut this one like five minute clip from the middle where he's talking about um he's explaining like his snl experience i posted that and it's gotten like three hundred and thirty thousand views in like a few weeks so i've gained a shit ton of subscribers from that but I also feel bad because, first of all, I mean, I'm not making money from it, but I, I at least like emailed Kevin Paul against people and, was, and told him like, look, you should claim the video because, you know, it's gain. You know, it it has almost as many views as your actual video. Sorry, it has almost as many views as your actual video of the whole interview. So you should claim it so you can monetize it. But. Um, they haven't done shit, and I'm just gaining subscribers every day, so I don't give a fuck. Should have gone live from your YouTube channel. No, man. I only have 250 sub- like subscribers or whatever. I don't even know. Only? <laughs> yeah. Well, how many you guys have? Well, you like, guys have like 5,000 Twitter followers. That's you know five times as much as I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't. I know it, it, It's a it's a grind. I know, bro. I know <laughs> it's a fucking grind. Getting everybody to your fucking channel. It's it's everybody's got everybody's doing fucking something, man. And like, you know, like I have. I just started work this week, going back to nine to five. Like I haven't worked in almost three years. So before, what I was doing was I was a. I mean, I still am a drumline instructor for another. Um another couple weeks until the season ends it pays a little bit but it's basically you know it's basically like chump change so finally i got a job that like i like and that you know i'm not gonna hate doing and um it's just this whole week i've just been tired very tired it's tough um how's the obs training going randy doesn't seem like there's much to it. Oh, sweet. <laughs> but also got yeah. OBS um, is great. But also finally heard back from a job I applied for, so I've been filling out paperwork. 
Sound like oh, wait, you applied to OBS, like the actual OBS company? No, no, no. Oh. About the same time I started looking into OBS, I'd heard back from a job, so I've been filling out paperwork. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, yeah. Are you wanting to get into that or not yet? I had to play around uh, with you. See how it is. No, I meant uh, your new job. Oh. What about okay. It? I was asking if you wanted to get in or not, or were you waiting for that? Hmm. It's just a census taker thing. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen those yeah, in the figured, summertime. Figured I'd just drive around and knock on people's doors and then go home. Fuck yeah. Three Mexicans. Then uh, go to my other job and then drive around and knock on people's doors. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that for a while. I mean, if you can get people to sign, it's it's not a bad gig. It's not a bad gig. I, do I was do doing uh, stuff like standing in front of Walmarts even for a while, getting trying to get signatures and stuff like that. I mean, it's oh, relatively the same like thing. Sign that says we'll work for food or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll work for drugs. I mean, I'll do that, but yeah, work for food, nah. <laughs> gotcha. Are you guys all from the same? So, where do you guys all live? I live. We and him live in uh, Wyoming. And okay, Dave, the producer, he lives in Australia, and oh, you're so over nice. in LA. Australia. I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. Let me. Yeah. Phone call. Sorry. What yeah. part of Australia? Uh, what parts of Australia do you know? <laughs> I know Perth, Melbourne. I mean, I know. I just fucking name the goddamn city, and I'll tell you if I know it or not. How about that? <laughs> no. How about you continue okay, to name no. all the cities in Australia you know, and I'll tell you. Are you on the west side or the east side? How about just answer that? No. Keep okay, going with my... Don't fucking answer. You know what, dude? Don't answer. I don't even care anymore. Dude. That's fine. Are you a flat fucking earther? bastard. Jesus Christ. Do you believe Australia exists? Of course I do. So you're not a flat earther? Well, I mean... I'm I'm starting to come a little closer to the flat earth, but uh, I'm not Excellent. really a flat earther now. I'm starting to come closer though. I'm telling you. Why is that? And it's actually an Australian that like kind of convinced me a little bit. <laughs> His name is uh, Santos. Sa- Santos Bio Binocelli or something like that. I don't remember his name. An Australian convinced you that the earth might be flat. Yes. Hmm. Weird. They're considering they're yeah. like right below us. <laughs> I mean, under the dome. I don't fucking know. Where I live. And where? I live under the dome. Oh, mm-hmm. under, yeah. I mean, the the dome theory is not a bad one. The simulation theory is not a bad one. The thing about simulation theory, too, is like a lot of people seem to be thinking of that. Like we all live in the simulation, right? Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing about that is like, well, my simulation could very easily be different than your simulation. And like what I see can be physically different than what you see like why couldn't that be something like it's just technically it would just be coding right i don't know well there's two problems with the simulation theory if you ask me uh first one is something elon musk pointed out um if you can imagine this is the simulation and how boring is the real world that this is the simulation true oh yeah um the other thing is uh you know, at what point, who, how do we decide if we're part of the simulation or if we're independent of the simulation? I mean, how do I know I'm not just part of the fucking simulation? You, you well, know. when you look at a, when you look at an ant farm, 
How do I know I'm not? When just you look at an ant farm, do you think of it as a simulation or do you think of it as real life? And do you think the ants think of it as a simulation or real life? And what is it really? If you look at an ant farm, it's a closed circuit. It's a closed thing. Like, do you consider that to be a simulated experience of life or do you think of it as real life in an enclosed area? So I don't, I honestly don't know. I just thought of that right now, which I'm actually kind of proud of, but I don't have answers to that. So what, it's so moot. It doesn't even matter. What about an oh, alien, oh, alien oh, ant farm? There you go. Jenny, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? I mean, well, it's an enclosure. Oh God, we're about to get too real on this. We need, we need no, some weed. let's get real. Like right now. Uh, no, well, I was just thinking because an ant farm is an enclosure, but that's kind of like going to, uh, you know, going to the ocean and scooping oh. out a bucket and being like, okay, this bucket is the ocean. You know, it came from the ocean, but it's not the ocean. I I cannot agree more, honestly. <laughs> and like the thing that's found, let's say you scoop up a bucket of ocean water, right? And you get a right. hermit crab. And that hermit crab now lives in that bucket. Is that the ocean? What is that? I don't fucking I mean, know. We usually just do dick I, jokes. I, True. <laughs> yeah, fucking dick joke. <laughs> Sam Tripley and his goddamn dick. Uh, dude, I'm such a Sam Tripley nut hugger. It's so like it's not even funny. I mean, just the fact that he's Armenian like gives me such a hard on too. It's like uh, you know, gives me gives me like a sense of purpose in this life. Nut huggers was our brand of uh, nut sweaters that we were gonna try to create for the show. We were gonna get that's pretty cool. Nut huggers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? Yeah. <laughs> it was that weird Canadian fuck. Mm, yeah. Had that weird accent. What you, what's your opinions on the Canadian fucks? Uh, just when I worked in the oil field, there was this one guy who had a thick, I don't know what, I don't know the parts of Canada, but he had a thick Canadian accent. He worked for a Canadian oil company and he just came out just cussing out a couple of his guys and called them fucking nut huggers. And I'd never heard someone get called a fucking nut hugger before in my life. It was a trip. Said nut hugger. So yeah. when you worked in the oil field, like, was it kind of scammy in the sense that like, you didn't think it was going to be exactly what you thought it was going to be, or was it everything you expected it was going to be? It was fucking cool. Cause I I've heard of like, there's like, I've heard of scams out here that they try to get people from, LA and stuff to go to like Alaska to go work in the oil fields and it like never is exactly what they think it is. They always end up getting fucked somehow. My oil field oh. experience, yeah, they kept me out for way longer than they ever said. That's what they do with everybody. And then it was mm -hmm. a lot of like cheating on your wives and going out drinking every night. That was pretty much I had the, like that darker side of the oil field, I guess. Yeah, I was never Yeah, I mean that seems that seems a little more personal. I think like I think you can might be able to get away with not cheating on your wives and going out and getting drunk every night. Yeah, but I get be it because you're working in a fucking, yeah, you're working in an oil field in, in Alaska. So I get it, you know? Well, I know, but like they kind of shut you out if you didn't want to become part of that life. So I didn't go out with them. Every uh, night yeah. And I didn't do those things you. with them. And so they kind the of shut you out. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they mm -hmm. just like give you the shit work and like not talk to you and stuff. Hmm. So I'm talking to a weak minded person. Okay. No problem, yeah. dude. That's no, true. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> no, no. no, I would be the same like that. I've never, um, I've never been married. Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be able to like, even imagine what it's like to, you know, I've, I've raised my, I raised my nephews for 
five, six years. So like, I know what it feels like to have a kid, like, and honestly, my patriarchal duties to this world have been fulfilled. So you're not going to, I'm not having a child, not getting married. I'm over all that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I've, I've heard some people feel that way. Should I just leave? What do you mean? I'm just talking about the guy's got he's a open micer, had born with the umbilical cord around his neck. He's not mm-hmm. having kids. You might just yeah, go to LA. You're being here. replaced, I'm dude. I'm done here, man. Yeah, he. Uh, All right, so let me ask you. So over there, so how? What is this? What's the open mic scene over there? I I want to say that. So the the first thought to my head is, oh, it must suck, right? There's not a lot of places to go. But on the other chance, on the other hand, you're not competing with a million different people so yeah. that could be good right that's pretty much it um we basically had to create our own yeah open mic yeah scene. yeah you don't go to like wise guys down in salt lake city or someplace like that where it's a two-hour drive away and you gotta wait yeah. to in line yeah to even be a considered for the mic exactly and uh so aj kind of was it aj that started the whole open mic thing? Y- yeah me aj and austin got together and tried to figure some stuff out yeah so Ben, AJ, and Austin kind of got, and you'll know who AJ and Austin is. That's I don't true. Know I'm trying to get the names right. Fine, no, okay. um, but yeah, they got together and just went to a few of the bars and clubs and what have you up here and set something up. I mean, look, so I live in Montebello, which is, um, it's about 16, 17 miles from the comedy store. The comedy store, the Laugh Factory, the Improv, all those um <clears throat> big clubs, they're all relatively close to each other. So I'm about 15, 16 miles away from Hollywood in general. If I want to get to one of the open mics um, at any of those three places, either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, I have to leave my house by like 4.30 just mm-hmm. to get there by 5.30, 6 o'clock. And then you sign up at 6.30 is like the latest that most of those places take. And then the show starts at between 7 and 8. And then you're there until 10. You don't even know. Sometimes you get on, sometimes you don't. The comedy store is good because they tell you at like 6.30 whether or not you're going to go on at 7. But um, the other places, the Improv, Laugh Factory, they don't necessarily tell you if you're going to be on or not. You have to sometimes be there for a couple hours. You may or may not get on. But when you do get on at those places versus the comedy when you get on at the comedy store, they call it the potluck. It's the same night as Kill Tony. It's on Mondays. They might have it other days too. I'm not sure. They might. They used to do it on Sundays. I'm, I don't know if they still do, but you're on at seven, and you're and you're basically just talking to a bunch of open micers, which is fine, but it's not the same experience. If you go to the Improv or the Laugh Factory, you're able to get on there. You could find yourself doing an open mic in front of a couple hundred people sometimes, which is good. And bad if you're not ready for it, but it's good in the sense that that's how you're seen. You know what I mean? That's really how you see. So that's one of the knocks about the comedy store, but also one of the good things. So, you know. And see up here, it's, uh, you know, you're just performing before a bunch of locals. And uh, yeah, that's got its ups and downs. My right. favorite is I, I, mean, I realized last week that I'm looking for a job in a town where I go up at about twice a month and go on stage in these different bars and talk about what an asshole I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. find a fucking job in this town. 
Yeah. You know, like I got, I got kind of blackballed a little bit. I was doing um, a show every Wednesday at Haha ha cafe. They were paying and uh, I got the gig through a promoter and um, a nice guy. And I was doing 15 minutes. I was getting paid 40 bucks. It was a decent time, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. And then they asked me to do a Saturday show and I've been doing the same material for past couple of weeks i do the same material and i have a bit in there where i say the n-word and i talk about somebody calling me a sand nigger and i went and sat down afterwards and this black guy came and just he grabbed me around the neck got really mad we had we exchanged words for about 30 seconds and then i never got called back to go do, do the show there again i didn't care about myself but i felt bad for the promoter i felt like it looked bad for him but it was my first saturday gig ever paid and i just i now i'm i'm thinking to myself you know you maybe no maybe it's better if i just clean it up a little bit you know i don't know it, it, it's making me rethink how i should i used to try to be as dirty and as crazy as possible but now i'm thinking you know it's probably more beneficial if i Try to clean it up a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, I hate saying it, but it's kind of the truth. Like, Join you get more industry. gigs that way too. Industry, we so we're we're getting industry Dave right now. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. Like, I, I hate saying it, but I, I don't want to be. I I want to do this. This is. I don't want to have to work a nine to five. Like, eventually, I'm working towards making this a career goal, but. So, so here's the thing too. Like when I would go to the comedy store right on Mondays, sign up for Kill Tony, whatever, I would treat it as like a night out, and like I would go get fucked up. I would go out have fun, and now I'm starting to treat it more like you know, as a profession, and it's all part of it, dude. Like, tell me the story if about you're fucking going to a show, bro, and you're a black person. Nobody wants to hear a fucking white guy going out there saying like, "Oh, this Filipino guy called me a sand nigger." Like, oh. You know, I'm I'm so torn up for and like it's funny, people are laughing, sure, but you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try and tell people what's offensive or not. Like if it's offensive, it's offensive. And if the promoter doesn't want that, then he's gonna say no. So I just you know, it took money out of my pocket. Sucks, but honestly, it I think it's it's better that way. Like it try it forces the comedian to like um, be to work to work at it a little more than just to to spout out some shit, right? Yeah, that's how I look at it. Rework. I grew up in the South, so like a third of my shit's about racism. Yeah, I mean, being about racism is one thing. You know, I thought I was being funny, and for the most part, the joke gets a lot of laughs, but it doesn't get the amount of laughs that makes it worth it for it to stay in my set. Yeah. Uh, because of what it might uh, what kind of harm it does it's funny i think it's i think it's a funny premise and people tend to laugh at it but it's it doesn't do me the justice in the end it just hurts me so I, i've decided to kind of just leave it for special occasions should i say right so so you have a vault yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> oh yeah i mean that's how i, I started i started um, open micing because of Kill Tony because of the show. 
the first year I started watching, I just started writing stuff down on my phone. Eventually, I got enough material that I thought that I can go out there and practice it. And then that's just, and I quit my job and been doing it for a couple of years. And finally, I just, you know, I got to get back to work. And otherwise, is it true that parking is a mythical concept? They're like finding a unicorn. Yeah, parking is a bitch. So, so I, I actually have a handicap sticker. Am I right? You, well, not a handicap sticker. I have a handicap placard. So my brother is a my brother's a he's diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. He was in the Marines. Um, he's on all kinds of antipsychotic pills and stuff like that. It's mostly, we assume this happened because he was a meth user and stuff like that. He's twelve years older than me. He live. We live together um, in the house that we. I well, we both grew up in. My parents live. Um, they're my parents are in their mid seventies. They live a couple blocks away from us, but we they, we live in the house that they that we grew up in, basically. So we still have a mortgage. He gets about nine hundred dollars a month from um, Social Security from mm-hmm. the VA and all that. Well, not from the VA, but Social Security, and then I get around the same for being a caretaker. So that covers that. And then I was working as a, um, I'm working as a drumline instructor, making 1200 bucks a month, you know, whatever, doing the open mics, making a couple bucks here and there, but not really. And then, and then recently I just started working nine to five on Monday, which like I've been working for, I've been looking for work for a long time. So I'm happy because it's decent, decent paying job. It's going to help. But so I have a handicap placard because of that so but i never park at a place where people (laughs) with handicap would really need so i don't park at the comedy store when i go on mondays i park on the street the only reason i use the handicap pass is because i don't have to pay for parking that way and so that helps because otherwise it's an extra ten dollars and like i would just i wouldn't be able to afford it man like i gotta drive an hour and a half it's it's you know where all it's this expensive. came up. It's expensive. Uh, was, well, he was asking about the handicapped blacker. Yeah. Because yeah, of... Uh, uh, last yeah. week, uh, Michael Laird yelled at an Armenian for taking his handicap parking. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody blamed Dave for it, okay. which was funny. Now, I'm focused on Crom's comment here. He's got me back here. I was ignoring him for a minute, but uh, he said, for comedy, I resonate oh. with observational slight improv since I grew up watching Conan. Okay, first of all, you little shit. You start off by calling Halo the the granddaddy of first-person shooters for consoles. It's called GoldenEye, fucker. Look Fuck it up. Yes. Thank you. GoldenEye. Well, okay, the grand oh, the granddaddy, yes, is GoldenEye. For yes. consoles. But consoles, you got Doom. Of and consoles, yeah. Shit. Yeah, of consoles. Grand Granddaddy definitely is GoldenEye. Yeah, but, GoldenEye changed the game for multiplayer. Yeah, but the 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 fucking like the Jordan is definitely Halo. Has to be Halo Three, not Reach. Halo Reach can suck a dick. Halo Three was not no no not Halo Reach. Halo Reach was stupid. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that. I mean <clears throat> Halo Two. I mean how can you not like Halo, Halo Two? Yeah, Halo, Halo Three. I mean Halo I Three way. is virtually the same shit too. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot of Halo 2 where we would uh, put up like eight TVs with eight Xboxes and, and hub them all together. Oh, yeah. with Ethernet. That was for the shit, man. Mm. <clears throat> fucking, I used to, I, this is going to sound like I'm pandering, but like I used to uh, fucking play Quake with Joe Rogan, dude. No joke. I remember the, the clan he was in. 
He used to have clan parties at his house in like 2001. He would have he would invite these fucking neckbeards from like Hemet, which is like the fucking the trailer park of Los Angeles. Basically, it's like way in the boon. It's like 45 minutes out of Los Angeles County and San Bernardino County. He'd have these fucking people come to Santa Monica apartment with the T1 connection and he'd do these fucking land parties with like 16 to 30 year olds there just all night all weekend just people smoking bud and just playing video games all fucking weekend and i remember the the team he was on the team he was on sucked dick but when I, the last I've, I've met rogan three times first of all such a fucking nice guy compared to a lot of other people that you would consider his peers such a fucking nice guy dude like saint totally Rogi? when he talks what's up i said saint rogies saint rogies what's that <laughs> nothing is that a fucking meme or something Gillis. it's a shane gillis thing a saint shane so yeah shane we'll get to shane gillis in a second but uh yeah rogan's really nice guy he when he says stuff like open micers are like my he considers them his peers he, he for the most part he kind of does when he talked to a guy like bobby lee dude it he wouldn't got he wouldn't be caught dead talking to me and my group when we're at the comedy store, dude. Mm-hmm. And never, never. So, what were you gonna say? I was just uh, gonna say. I thought, I thought we were calling him Captain DMT. Yeah, Captain DMT. Yeah, Captain DMT. I love how he had that fucking guy, that guy on recently Green. I think his last name is the physicist from MIT. Yes. Just couldn't help himself. About talking about psychedelics and DM fucking T could he? He couldn't fucking help himself. Captain DMT himself. That was uh, last week we were talking about Joe Rogan, and I said, "Well, th- we're not saying that name on this podcast anymore. I got nothing against him, but he's got the number one podcast in the world. Nobody listens to this shit show. He does not need publicity from us." <laughs> but it, you, it's a it's part of the thing is that like it's part of our everyday thing. It's part of my everyday thing, dude, Rogan. Like, if we're not talking about, if we don't talk about shit that Rogan talks about, it's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, he gives a, look, here's the thing, too, about Rogan. If I found out that this guy, not that he cheated on his wife, but, like, if he did some real shit, like, if he sex trafficked or something like that, like, I would be devastated. Devastated, dude. Like, I would be so... Like, because in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, well, at least we still have Rogan, right? And so, I don't know what I would, it'd be like the Bill Cosby thing for a lot of these comedians, right? Like, yeah. talk these Bill, like, dude, Wait, like, Bill Cosby? to me, Bill Cosby doesn't hit the same note as a lot of these people. Like, nobody that's ever gotten me too or whatever. Louis did, Louis hurt me. Like, I didn't cry. Like, um, and I knew he was going to bounce back for it. And like, we've been hearing this fucking story about Louis asking people to jerk off in front of him for years. So it wasn't anything new, but if it was some serious shit, you know, if Rogan got caught, like, you know, pedophilia or some, something really weird, I don't know. Like I would, I don't know what I would do. Dude. I'd be devastated. Rando, Rando has never experienced the ecstasy of eating elk steaks laced with DMT while floating in a sensory desperation tank. While Jamie pulls something up, 
It's true. That's going to be pretty great. This is Wyoming, motherfucker. That's every Saturday here. Yeah, we got elk steaks. <laughs> I got elk steaks in my fridge. <laughs> um, no, just, the, I, yeah, I love Rogan. I'm just making fun of him because he's got the biggest podcast in the country, and we're just a rinky-dink fucking nothing operation. Oh, clearly. And you don't know clearly. what I mean, he didn't hear? No. What did he do? Ghost Dad. Oh. The movie was terrible. <laughs> I think there was also Ghost the- Dad, too, but the fuck's ghost dad that seems <laughs> that seems like a bad early 90s movie it was a shit movie from the early 90s uh starring bill oh, it was... oh god it was the worst thing <sighs> part six yeah i was about to bring that you, you know what i never understood <laughs> with a lot of these movies like when they make the sequel right ghost the... dad too. <laughs> well here so like so like i'm gonna give the example like these are two kind of bad examples because i actually kind of like both of these sequels which is like major league two and ace ventura two like now granted i kind of like both of these sequels and but the funny thing is like when in especially in the early 90s like the first movie even though it was a comedy it would always have some kind of like semi decent plot and dramatic nodes to it right so it's not just all slapstick, stupid comedy. It's like funny, uh, well-thought-out comedy. And then the second one just goes completely off the rails. And like that's where a lot of these bad sequels come from is like stuff like that. So I'm like trying to think like, you know, like Tremors 2 was all right. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of which ones were like just terrible, terrible. The guy, Dude, do you guys remember the movie The Giver? The Giver? No. The Giver. It was a no. late 80s movie about a fucking like an alien. Dude, so cool. So fucking awesome. Pardon me. While you guys talk amongst yourselves for one second, I'm going to. All right. Well, my my theory about these uh, sequels is that they yeah, get the world probably. and the character set up and shit. And then by the time they do the sequel, they've got everything set up. So they just play around with it and throw shit at the wall to see what sticks. This is based on my uh, illustrious career of many years of not writing uh, scripts. So you weren't a fan <laughs> of Pitch Perfect 2? I wouldn't have. I, I've never saw any of the Pitch Perfect movies, man. Pitch Perfect was great. Okay, to each his own, bro. <laughs> what was that? I oh, mean, I was going to make fun of Dave now, but I can't remember that. Mm, I'm here. I'm back. No, not you, Dave. The other Dave. <laughs> oh, okay. Australian actress in Pitch Perfect. What was her name? We Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, that's the one. That's Dave's favorite actress. Yep. <laughs> I think I'd bang Rebel Wilson. <laughs> really? So you think you'd make her I good? I think one? so. You think she'd make a rebel yell? Yeah. No. Oh! Is that the rebel yell? I don't even know. She's Australian, no. right? Or is she New Zealand? Billy Idol songs, I don't know. Yeah. Are you treating your allergies? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just the resident old fart today. That's... No. I, so what do you do in fucking Australia over there, dude? I want to know. You There's... throw shit off of tall stuff. Uh, I, I'm disabled, so I don't really leave the house. I don't believe you, bro. How disabled could you possibly be? Uh, that's a, an offensive question. <laughs> you have to. I mean, you, I, have, you, you have... had a comedian on. You have to, you're sign up to talk my, to me about uh, offensive. Yeah. Well, 
you don't you won't use them you won't use the n-word anymore so you're you're a woke comedian now eh? no motherfucker all right <laughs> this is where you want to go huh this is where What's you want to go huh no it's the not, I, most first of all i said the n-word Armenians. i already said the n-word twice on this podcast <laughs> i already said it twice you're not the granted <laughs> granted i used the word stand in front of it which is fine because i've been called that plenty of times yeah. like you know camel jockey dune coon i've been called all these things i was calling you that before and, you came on the show yeah exactly <laughs> and like um we don't we never even get the benefit of the soft a whenever somebody calls us a sand nigger it's always the hard er mm-hmm. always nobody ever is it's almost more offensive to say sand nigger you know mm-hmm. what i mean like you never see me use the word finna that feel like that's more offensive to yeah. use that word than to try I'd to probably, say <clears throat> i'd probably take thinner. thinner. yeah no that's like that's trying to steal their fucking something you know yeah well, i mean that's I, the thing like you're, you're gonna try to steal their if you're gonna try to steal their i don't fucking know dude uh like come on like so the like um this is what i was gonna get to which was the the hard er versus the soft a which was fuck what, what i was gonna say we never get the benefit of the doubt oh yeah yeah i used to try to get the crowd to say the n-word and there was like different ways where i would try to do it one of the ways was i would sing well if you don't know now you know and then point the mic to the crowd and see <laughs> what the reaction is actually pretty good and then like if it if it works, I then like just now, you know, you're all racist. If it doesn't work, then it's like, good. I know what kind of crowd I need to deal with, you know? It almost worked on me when you handed the mic over. I almost did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in, well, if you don't know, now you know. You know? So yeah. that, you know, so especially when it's like a drunk crowd and, uh, <laughs> they, you know, they kind of get into it. But um, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna to try to go a little more peace, not so much PC. You know, still try to talk about just basically don't use the N word on stage. Yeah, that's basically what it turns out to be. <laughs> it's literally everything else is fine. You can say kike. Yeah. You know, yeah. gook. Nobody gives a fuck about gook. Yeah, I call my buddy that all the time. He's uh, a Korean. Yeah. Well, that's that's where it came from. Is gook. It, it, it actually, it's a word for Americans. It means mingook. It's like when the Americans first came after, um, like during the Korean War, when the Americans first came, the uh, locals were saying, oh, mingook, mingook. You know, that's what they would call them. And so the Americans just took that and said, gook. Yeah, if, I, mean, it, I guess if it was meant for whitey, then it's not really that racist. Huh? Exactly. It, it's a fucking derogatory term for us. Yeah. It's like the word for uh, Jews. Like Jews have this word called goyim, I think it's called. I think it, that's the word goyim. Yeah, so like goyim means outsider to Jews. But then Jews started, uh, other people started calling Jews that. So now it's offensive to use that word goyim. Huh. Yeah, I never actually heard that one being offensive. Yeah. What's yeah, the most or goy. What's the most offensive for Indians? So that's the problem. We got screwed. Yeah. We got red American skin. or dot Indian American. No, no, feather. Yeah, feather. Uh, oh, feather. Okay. We got we got red skin, and that's about it. 
and yeah. that's a net. Well, I think honestly, the worst one for Indians has to be alcoholic. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he said slur, not not fact. It's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the like, that's the fucked up thing because my dad's a scalpers, my dad's a fucking American Indian. My dad is a fucking American Indian veteran with a drinking problem. I'm like you, motherfucking cliche. <laughs> yeah. uh, what kind of Indian? Uh, from a tribe back east. Uh, uh, One of it. them. It's the, P- it's the PD tribe. Although my dad, although my dad says he's part Lumbee, but he's not enrolled, so we don't really. He's not enrolled. You got to enroll in. Oh yeah, you made it sound like yeah, you do. do. Oh, I was like, you made it sound like a college. Like, I'd like to enroll. Is this drive, please? <laughs> hey, well, you fucking can. Let me tell you, I had a rich cousin. He uh, he committed suicide, but at one point he paid like he was paying like fifty thousand dollars a year to be part of the one of like one of the tribes, like the Littlefoot Indian tribe or some bu- bullshit. You pay him, like they give you legit sovereign status, and then. You could live on the reservation and never pay taxes again. Nice. Well, isn't yeah. two thousand a year still the same as taxes almost? You got other benefits, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you technically have a free place to live also. Don't look like at free me. land to live on. Recognize, so. Oh, damn. Let's, get, let's change that. <laughs> Hashtag... I don't know. I was going to think... I was going to take them out. Let's, let's, let's watch the internet. Hashtag... Take the Indian land. Yeah, give us our land back. <laughs> well, I mean, the, it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky too. So that land, that sovereign land, it's like they own everything on top of it. Technically, well, no they can do whatever they want on top of it, but the government owns the land, and they could do anything they want there and below it too. Yeah. So that's where you get mm-hmm, yeah, that's, that's where you get your bases right. from, your underground bases. No mineral rights, no water rights. Uh, yeah, it's horseshit, man. It's um, yeah. I mean, the people that own the casinos, it's all garbage. Like all that money goes to the white man anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some they, some do all right. No, I mean they do fine. Yeah. Because oh, they have saying, such a low right, overhead. What's it called? The uh, white privileging or whatever fucking point of personal privilege against the white? Yeah, we suck. I'm just saying. <laughs> don't look, I mean, don't look at me. I'm from McCall. Yeah. McCall You're is from where? McCall, South Carolina. It's mm. in the uh, Florence Darlington area near Lumberton. M- um, Marlboro, Lumberton. <laughs> but uh, it's a fucked up thing because, you know, McCall is a lot like a res in a lot of ways, but it's not a res. It's, you know, I guess it's technically a hick town or something. But. Yeah. Very trailer park. Next. You know, it's a it's a short walk from the ghetto to the trailer park. Yeah, I lived in a trailer park. They're not that bad. No, it, the ones over here are like for the most part they're pretty chill. They're you know they call them mobile home yards or whatever the fuck. It's pretty chill. Oh, man, I mean, I, like, who did that bit? Um, fuck, is that redneck guy? You might be a redneck. Who's that guy? Foxworthy, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, where he said, uh, "If you don't know if you live in a a trailer home or a modular home, go to your basement and look up if their wheels is a trailer home." <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. In what basement? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, no shit. I lost my train of thought here. Oh my bad. My shitty fucking Foxworthy jokes. 
No, I was mentioning Foxworthy made me think of it. I just can't remember what it was. Uh, go jiggle by handle. <laughs> I don't remember the fucking the the security. The, that's what I call uh, security guards. I call them uh, doorknob jigglers because that's really all they can do. Is just like, hello, is anybody home? Okay, bye. Yeah. Okay. Come on, what else? No silence. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. trying. To, he's trying that's to figure cool. it out. Randy's in a in an endless mind loop trying to figure out what he's going to try to say. I think it was just something disparaging about Georgians. Since Fox was great buffer state. Yeah, you, know, you know the airport with the state around it. Yeah, Georgia. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's got- funny is that like the country Georgia is sort of the same thing for Russia. Georgia. Georgia. We're at Army is pretty close to Georgia, actually. Yeah, I think they have yeah, they got Coca-Cola. I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Some rappers. I don't know what else is in Georgia. I've been to Atlanta a few times. CNN. Yeah. CNN's in Georgia. Um Well, I mean, Atlanta has Atlanta's turned into like a big Hollywood hub. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting there. Cheap ass um you know, because California, it's becoming too expensive to um, to film no. here, I guess. Yeah. So they're doing a lot of their shit. Well, we got nothing but wide open space and no fucking state tax. Exactly. Come on down to exactly. Me. If you can survive in the you know, cold, ten below temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is right now over there, probably? No, I yeah. think it's like four degrees out there now. Yeah, but I'm no. just saying, like, if you can survive, oh, it gets. Door, but... it gets Fifty degrees out here. Oh, yeah. it gets to be fifty Fahrenheit out here. Ooh, that's why people too cold for me. <laughs> but yeah, if you think about it, there's probably a lot of movies that could use real snow. Am I right? Yeah. There you go. I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, winter, sure. Yeah, I, I like for the most part. Who even needs? Like, so I don't even know what the fuck they. So we have Warner. Here we have um, Paramount mm-hmm. and Universal. Those are kind of like the biggest ones that we have here. They're like staples in the community. But they're like huge fucking properties, you know. Like they they most they probably just do mostly sitcoms and shit there. And like, I don't know. Like I guess it just makes it convenient because most of the actors and stuff live over here, and a lot of the network people live here, but. I guess really that's the only reason to have that shit here because the studios, they're like, if you were to demolish the studios and put houses, you'd make fucking bank. We've got some actors here. I mean, uh, who is it? Harrison Ford. He lives here. Kanye lives here. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember. Harrison Ford seems like a guy that like, he's like, he seems like the guy that like hates fame. He just started a new TV show. I don't remember what it's called, but I saw it on uh, advertised on Facebook the other day. Eighteen. Oh wow. Eighteen. Damn near. Okay. That's pretty warm. Um, My sister lives in New Hampshire. Shit, I did not think about that though. With Georgia being uh, sort of a Hollywood hub, I should probably take back everything I ever said about Georgia because that might be the answer to what I'm looking for. I can't. I can't go to California. I can't go to New York. I damn sure Why? can't go to Salt Lake because I want to get a foothold 
in the comedy world without moving to a place where cigarettes are fucking 20 bucks a pack. Yeah, they're they're 10 bucks here. Yeah, it's rough. 10 bucks is not fun. My sister sends me uh, packs every once in a while. She lives in New Hampshire. She drives to Vermont, which is like a couple miles away, and she gets me a pack, uh, carton for like 50 bucks or some shit like that. Sends it over. That's about what it is here. Yeah, cigarettes are cheaper here than they are back home. Yeah. And they grow the fuck. Where's back home for you? Uh, South Carolina, up near North Carolina. Oh, okay. Where Aziz is from, huh? Country. Dude, I'm from the same town. Aziz. I figured, I figured because like there's only one town over there. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's from Bennettsville. I'm from McCall, and those are two rival towns that sit right next to each other. I used to. Dick, I love how you named two different cities and said we're from the same city. That's how fucking small it is over there. That's how, exactly. That's exactly it. Forty. That's yeah, Dave's, Dave's got him forty dollars a pack in Australia. Forty bucks a pack in Australia. Oh man, that's hell. What? Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Forty bucks a pack. So I was, I was thinking like maybe I could go to uh, Melbourne or something and like. Um, like try to just live out there for a couple months and get like a just a bullshit job and try to do stand up over there, but not at forty dollars a pack. I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> well, they're only going I'm, up. So. Shit. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, dude. Forty dollars. But no, uh, and sorry, I used to pass his high school going to my high school every every fucking day. Because the whole high school, because the whole county, it was one high school. Yeah, yeah. And he went to the academy, so that was a different school. That's like a private school. Yeah. Is that is that where he learned how to stick fingers down girls' throats? I don't know. I didn't go to the academy. Is that no. what he did? I thought he he asked her if she wanted anal. No, he stuck her fingers down her throat. Is what I heard. Hmm. Weird. It was a weird thing. Yeah, weird thing. Yeah, the thing I heard was that he asked her for anal, and she said no. Yeah, well, it happens to all of us. I mean, no, it doesn't. <laughs> That's never happened to me. Have you guys ever had anything, like, any close calls? What do you mean close calls? You know, you know what I mean. Oh, like a finger up your ass? <laughs> no, no, Dick. We, I know oh, we've God. all had that. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking about like um, oh, me too. a night where a night where you look back on and said, "Well, if that happened today, I may be in jail not right now." Oh yeah, I'm I'm waiting for the people to come out. Yeah, that's the plus side of not having any friends or any sort of social life. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a few. I think that could come back on me. You have a video? <laughs> no, of- no, no videos. <laughs> I mean, I've got nudes all over the internet. Like, oh yeah, I think I've my seen dick, one. my asshole, my ball—they're all out there somewhere, like multiple places. I'm pretty sure I've seen your dick. So, right. I've known you two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like the first one I ever took. Like, I remember I used to be part of this um uh this MMA forum back in the day, like '06. The reason I was part of the forum is because they would have links to fights and highlights like the night after the fight happened. So you, you can download basically the, the fights for free from like uh, off of UFC or whatever the fuck. So I was part of this forum for, for a while. And like you have to post 10 times to get access to the fights and highlights section. So I post, I took a video off of YouTube, which was not my video. 
of a guy doing a judo toss, little short clip, like literally a 15 second, second clip. And I posted that like, okay, here, judo throw. Like a year or two later, after like I've already been posting on this fucking forum for a year or two, I know a bunch of people. The guy who owns the fucking video comes on and says, dude, that's my video. That's not you. And like, I just, I basically got a bunch of shit for it. Everybody, you know, just like talk shit. I mean, the story's not really going anywhere, but this just shows you exactly what type of person I am. I don't mind stealing. Okay. Yep. Uh, you wanted to get into Shane Gillis, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I don't remember what you wanted to get into about it. You're like, we'll get back to Shane Gillis. No, I, yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, um, didn't he still get paid by SNL? I think so, yeah. I think he did get paid. Yeah. So, in the end, not that bad of gig, right? No. I think he's a funny dude. I listen to his pod. I, I listen to him every time he's on Legion and stuff. Yeah, same. Does he have his own podcast? Yeah, it's a Man Shade and Secret podcast. Shout out, I guess. Okay, that's cool. I I don't think I've ever listened to that, but like I used to listen to him a lot on Jim and Sam, and um, obviously Legion of Skanks and stuff. Funny, funny guy, man. Like I feel bad for his shit. That's where the Saint Rogies thing came from. That's what they always call Joe Rogan on his podcast, Saint Rogies. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, um, I saw that whole like stuff about how. Was his name Giannis? Giannis. Oh. Yeah, I heard like how oh, he man. got, you know, he was talking shit about like how they didn't go hard enough or whatever the fuck. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, he's messing with them, obviously. But yeah, yeah. He, what is Giannis Papas doing? I know he's got a podcast called History Hyenas, but he also does. Um, yeah. With, oh, man, Jersey Boys or something like that. Some Stefano. Video. Yeah, the Stefano, him and the Stefano. They also do like. Oh man, what They're is the bunny dude? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what else they do. Anyways, a bunch of comedians you don't know. I had nothing. <laughs> so, right. like, what about you guys? Who are who are like your uh, favorite comedians right now? Let's say. No, right now. I don't know. Right now, I've been listening to a lot of Brad Williams' stuff. Uh, hmm. You know, Brad Williams. Let's see. Oh, of course, Rogan. Um, probably more listening more to his podcast than any of his stand up. Yeah, for me, uh, Rogan, like, I, I always enjoyed his podcast for years, but it wasn't until his last two um, specials that, like, I like really um, gave him his props for his stand up. Because before that, like, I, I wasn't really into it as much. These last two, though, for me, they've been right on the fucking money. Love it. Dave asks, "Why don't Armenian women marry Armenian dudes?" Yeah, I was reading that. I was reading that. That's, I mean, just just the Kardashians are really the only ones that like didn't marry. For the most part, it's like a big thing in the Armenian tradition to like marry Armenian. Okay. Big thing, men and women. Yeah, tradition and all that stuff. I mean, if you kiss a guy before, like, if you if you're in high school and you kiss a dude, like Armenians will call you a fucking whore. That's how. They're like very serious about that shit. Huh. Uh, yeah. Me right now uh, would be probably Jesselneck, Big J. Mm. Uh, Lewis is, you know, I liked his uh, his album. Or the his... one that was on YouTube now? Yeah, I think so. So Lewis, J. Gomez, Mark Norman, Joe List. Mm-hmm. Dude, Michael. how good is Mark right now? Yeah, yeah. he's great. 
I'm going to so go see him. Funny, man. I'm, going, I'm going to Vegas in April, and uh, April 5th, he's going to be at the Comedy Cellar, and I'm going to try to go see it. Nice, yeah. See him live. Fucking, uh, <clears throat> I love his shit, like, um, like, uh, uh, who else? Mark Norman. Liz is funny. His stand-up. Obviously, Louie, dude. Louis, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I found that, like, a lot of my favorite comedians are, like, a lot of the big hitters. But, like, small, smaller guys. Dude, Big think, J like, fucking, he's just naturally funny, like, on the spot. Just constantly. Ooh. Big J Okerson. Oh, yeah. Dude, Big J is awesome. He's, he's I mean, like, he's dating an Armenian chick. He can fucking kill me. Yeah. Sorry. Off of, like, silly shit. That's another exception to the rule. Is that what you're saying? There, there, yeah, exactly. That's another exception to the rule right there. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> interesting. But she's like a, she's an East Coast Armo. So it's a little bit different. I don't know. See, the West Coast Armos are a little bit different. Armo is Armenian. The, the reason <laughs> oh, is because so. there's such a huge population of Armenians in Glendale. And Glendale is like one of those cities that is still considered like a, it's a really, really nice, expensive city, and it's like 80% Armenian. And so um, that community there is like where a lot of the, the – is like where a lot of like the traditional Armenian stuff – you know, that's where a lot of the traditional – I mean, restaurants, the uh, – um, the, the um, where, where do they sell meats and stuff? Delis. Delis. That's where a lot of them are. So – you know, that's where you get a lot of that shit. I have some taxis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I okay. mean... <laughs> I mean, yeah, Ethiopians are... So, Ethi- so Armenians... So, Ethiopians use the same um, alphabet as Armenians do. Ethiopia and Armenia, they share the same... Armenia created the alphabet in, like, two... Like, 30 or 40 AD. And then, like maybe five or 600 years after that, Ethiopia. Now, as far as I know, the, the um, phonetic usage of the letters isn't exactly the same, but there's still some similarities. But the, the point here, that both Ethiopians and Armenians drive a lot of taxis. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what I was going for. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I think that was it. What's the million dollar extreme? Shane, the million dollar extreme got canceled. I don't know what the million dollar extreme is, dude. I know what you're talking about with this crom guy, dude. Fucking guy. How old is he? <laughs> hey? How old are you, dude? If you tell me 30 years old, I'm gonna fucking slap you. I think he's 18, 19 something. Right? Okay, yeah, that's fine. No, he's not that young. Where is he? <laughs> he's at? Not that young. <laughs> so wait, how old are you guys? I'm 31. I'm 36. Mm-hmm. Okay. 43. God damn, of course you are. Fucking look at you. Fucking revolting. But um, the, <laughs> um, have you guys ever been on IRC? Do you guys IR- remember what IRC was back in the day? Internet relay chat or whatever it's called. Yeah, it used to be M, uh, small M, big IRC. So, like, basically what Discord has kind of turned into today. So, it's like, it's sort of like a. An advanced, it's a <clears throat> Discord's like an advanced form of IRC, sort of in a sense. And so I used to, you know, they I would go on, we would have our own Quake 
clans. Um, we would have our own channels on the servers and all that for IRC. And like, that's like where that's the inception of internet trolling. Like I will read you, I have logs still from back then, just like people talking about like, like, so like this girl, I remember she was a quake player and her and another quake player had a baby and it was, it was stillborn. And then this guy is like a couple months later, he's coming on talking about like how you boiled your stillborn eating. Like it's just rough stuff, dude. Yeah. So when people talk about like internet trolling, I was like, don't talk to me about that. I was here when the scripture was written. Yeah. We were molded by it. You did old school yeah, fucking Call, of, Call of Duty, like original Call of Duty fucking chat rooms and ultimate multiplayer. Jesus Christ, dude. This is the best shit talking in the game. I remember getting memes from YTMND. What is YTMND? YTMND. YTMND. It was you're the man now, dog. It's like a precursor to what 4chan is now. Oh, okay. I see. Not quite the same, but yeah, me and Dave. A lot of the same, really fucked up humor. We're going through some old school shit, and we got into Homestar Runner. Do you remember Homestar? Oh Runner yeah, there? dude, Homestar Runner. <laughs> Homestar Runner. I remember. I used the, to watch that every day in, yeah, high, in high school, man. Loved it. Fucking. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think like what else from that era was big, like on yeah, the he internet. Oh four. I remember back in college, a buddy of mine got in trouble for turning all the library computers to Rotten.com as their homepage. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember Rotten.com. I remember that's fucked with a PH. That's fucked. Oh, yeah. Com. Oh, I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah, they had like the BME Olympics and some like beheadings and shit. <laughs> People actually yeah, killing dude, them. Beheadings. Yeah, beheadings. Fuck, dude. I, I, I remember seeing like old. So we have a place, we have a museum here called um, uh, the Museum of Death. And it's like they have various things. They don't really have any like weapons per se, like, but they have like artwork from murderers and um, they have like, so remember the, the, the cult that killed themselves, uh, the star, I forgot what it's called. What's it called? Heaven's Gate. Yeah. So they have like they have like a couple of the bunks from Heaven's Gate and the clothing and the 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 um the shrouds that they put on on top of it. So they have a room of like four fake bodies with all the clothing and stuff in uh, behind glass with the bunks, original bunks and like original Ooh. stuff. And then they <clears throat> they have a room that basically just shows faces of death on loop. And um mm. I remember one dude. Oh my god! I remember this. Like, I guess there's like this African tribe that, like, part of being a man is like you have to go out into the fucking wilderness and find. Uh, uh, what's the? It's like it's like, it's like rope. What is it called? Like it Newt's? hangs from a tree. What is vine. it? Newt's like a vine. vine? No, like a vine. Let's go and try to find a vine, right? And they have like this holy tree. You tie the vine to your leg and you jump off the holy tree, right? And like the point is to get like as close to the floor without dying. And this guy, like, I guess went too long. And like his <laughs> spine, dude, mm. his fucking spine is like ripped out of like oh, I don't even know how to explain it. Like his his fucking head was in his ass, basically. It was 
Oh, disgusting dude oh my god i can't i i'm not into that kind of stuff at all i can't i can't stomach it is that where the saying came from get your head out of your ass <laughs> yeah so they used to have to find a vine the modern version is now is that that, that they've got to find a tiktok yeah okay what do you guys think about tiktok you can find us on tiktok at stm pod any opportunity to transition to tiktok talk <laughs> So uh, you guys are you guys are fans? <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. I mean, I've done decent on it, but uh, he, lately he's been talking about a new one called Bit. I think Bite. Bite. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of the guys who did. I don't Bite. like the name of that. Yeah, there's new stuff. I I did okay. Uh, I had a couple of videos do pretty well, and I got a decent following on there. But none of my podcast stuff does anything on there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's not really good for. That kind of stuff, but I, I'm just like, I like I don't like the idea that it's just owned by China. Yeah, and they're basically just like taking all of our faces and it's owned by Crom scanning all of them. I don't like that. But you know, so TikTok over the last couple months, because I I've been applying for jobs so since you know really since July, and if you don't really get a job until if you don't get a job by like October or maybe even a little bit before you better forget about getting a job. There's nobody's hiring in October, November, December, January until basically around this time. So a couple months ago, I saw that TikTok posted like almost 200 jobs in the LA area nice. for like, I guess they're opening up a place here. They're opening up a place in Chicago and they're, they're just, they're hiring a shit ton of people for, I guess they're opening something up over your office or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, somebody else said they use Byte. Maybe I'll maybe I'll move all my stuff over to Byte. I don't know I if mean, it's better or not. Well, it's not like you got to choose one or the other. I put something on Byte. I put it on TikTok. I put it on Instagram. Yeah, I just move all the videos to both platforms. Well, my fucking Instagram's hacked again, so I think I'm going to be done with it. Just get Byte. I don't know. Yeah. Growth hacking. Is that B-Y-T-E? Yeah, B-Y-T-E. Yeah, I yeah, I think like I've seen that before. It's just another avenue for people to be funny or whatever, I think. Yeah. You always try to find fucking something. Like, when something gets too saturated, you know, that's what happens. Same thing with dating apps. You know, it just becomes – people gravitate to it because it's less saturated. So, yeah. which makes sense. You know, like I feel like nowadays, so how we kind of went from this whole like YouTube centralization kind of thing and Facebook centralization, how like every, everything's around YouTube and around your Facebook that like it's all going away from that. Everything's going away from that and, and everybody's going to start having their own sites and their own podcast networks and their own stuff like that. And no, we're basically decentralizing everything. Yeah, I think that's a good thing, though. I mean, we really- it is a good thing need to decentralize the internet You're like back in the old days man if you want to yeah, check out it, our podcast on the yeah. network go to drama city productions get out of google's ass they're they're google's all ass. good things they're all good things when the other thing is taking over so youtube's good because it brings it's it's a place where everybody can collect reddit's good because it's a place where everybody can come together and share stuff and then when it gets too far, when the pendulum swings that way too much, you have to kind of swing it back, you know? So all these different, like, I feel like I don't go to anybody's websites anymore. 
Yeah. And, but now I feel like I'm starting to do that more often because their content, there's no paywall sometimes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a paywall. I mean, like, how many views you guys usually get on this thing? Oh God, I don't. Depressing. <laughs> yeah, we just started doing. Uh, um, if we mention Russia, we get a download from Russia. But yeah, we just started mis- mentioning uh, or starting to do YouTube. But yeah, I get between seventy and hundred downloads a week most time. Nice. Depending on dude, the fuck, dude, this this whole fucking like, I. I fucking I can't handle these bots anymore. Like, first of all, my Twitch. So I my Twitch has two factor authentication. So like every six hours, I'm getting a text message to my phone saying this is your security code, which means somebody's trying to log into my Twitch every like fucking six hours. <clears throat> now with my Twitter, I'm starting to get emails every couple hours. Like so. They're just slowly trying to fucking infiltrate all my shit, dude. And um, and I know they're coming from Russia because the fucking emails that they put are always .ru. Like my fir- the first time my Instagram got hacked a couple weeks ago. Is they- Snowden? Snowden, yeah. Well, that's another thing, dude. How does Snowden have such a perfect fucking internet connection in Russia? Like... <laughs> Do you see how fucking per- like he was in basically in the next room? It seemed like. Come on, dude. Maybe he's not in Russia. He's just telling people that's where he's at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's li- literally living in Joe Rogan's archery range. Yeah. <clears throat> so, do you guys usually get political on here or no? I mean, I'm not going to get political. I'm not asking for that reason. I'm just curious yeah. if you guys do. Yeah, no, I stay out of most of that. Not usually. I mean. I used to work as a journalist, so I've got my fill of that shit for a lifetime. Dave, other Dave, journalism. I, I love Dave. Dave. Cool, but... Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's, who's like? What's like? The, what's some shit that's going on in Australia right now that like we should know about? Fires. Who's that one just... kid with the video that got bullied? I mean, there was the dude that set his whole family on fire. That was cool. That's not that's not political, bro. No. Didn't they put like a nice family picture of him? <laughs> he set his whole family on fire and it's like a nice family picture from a vacation. They're like, uh, this is the he's, white guy murderer photos. He's got a lighter in his hand. So yeah. <laughs> that got into racial politics and it also got into uh domestic violence politics, which our politicians mm. love to talk about but not yeah. uh, not do much about. So yeah. Okay, that explains it. So, like the the um, the Aborigines over there, like, do they? Is it basically like the same sovereign land as American Indians over here, American natives? Uh, no. Hmm. We did. We we. It's great. We, we yeah. Good chat. Next topic. Mm-hmm. Great talk. <laughs> Next topic. Aliens. Uh, yeah, I was like, we it, don't oh, have time. Yeah, why the fuck haven't we talked about aliens? Like, you teased it at the start, and then it's just yeah. like... Well, no, I, guess, I feel like that's how all my all my shit... Like, anytime I'm asked to go on a podcast, it always turns into some kind of fucking conspiracy talk, dude. Well, and, I mean, like... It's not that. It's not because of... Like, it's my for my benefit, dude. 
I don't want to be known as that motherfucker. God damn it, dude. No, I'm just joking. But um, aliens. So. Oh, you're the but, alien comment. Well, only mention well, yeah. it because we're sitting. You you do you know where we're sitting, right? I mean, what this haunted place? This well, no, I'm oh. saying this close to the Uinta Basin. Sherman Ranch is just a stone throw away. Mm. Well, also, for sure. I mean, oh. the whole alien thing. If you would have asked me a year ago, I would have thought the Anunnaki were the end all be all. But I'm starting to kind of move away from that. I'm not sure if you guys are like familiar with the Anunnaki and all that, but the whole Zachariah Sitchin stuff. So, I haven't but, heard. You have not heard? No. Oh, well, let me explain to you real quick. Very brief <laughs> synopsis. So this guy, Zachariah Sitchin, wrote a couple books 30, 30 years ago or something like that, maybe a little bit less, about how anywhere between 250 to 400,000 years ago, the Anunnaki, which are from the planet... I mean, I think some people say Zeta Reticuli, but then also some people say the the Palladians or whatever. I'm like, I don't know which one, but they came from here. They came from there, right and they, pick they yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. They like terraformed the Earth a little bit. They took at the time it's like um, nomads or Neanderthals, whatever. They gave them part of their DNA either by fucking them or however they did it. Slowly created humans, and then they also created like giants. They call them the Nephilim. And then um, to basically, um, one reason was to mine gold because they needed gold on their planet. And they created the giants to like be overseers. And eventually, the Anunnaki left, and um, the the humans killed the giants off, and that's it. Hmm. And apparently, some of them have like. Anunnaki blood, you know, that's why like there were this whole bloodline stuff is like where it really comes into play because you don't want to basically fuck with the the alien blood. You don't want to mix your alien blood. You want to keep it as pure as possible because like they were able to live for thousands thousands of years. And like the first scriptures we get of this are like some of our oldest tablets, which are called the Sumerian tablets, like the King's List and stuff like that. So like these are actual tablets that people have um, translated and talks about a lot of this stuff, and the Bible does too. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know but, anything about. That. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's like I listen to a lot of Coast to Coast, which is like conspiracy talk here. Oh yeah, I, I it, it's Coast. yeah, Coast George Nori Art Bell. Art Bell's passed away. The George Nori Art Bell, and <clears throat> so like I got into a lot of that stuff just from listening. It's you know, it's interesting. I don't know, man. Like nowadays, I feel like. I don't fucking know. Like maybe life is more rare than we actually give it credit for. Could be. Not a bad way to live your life, I guess. Life is rare. Yeah, I mean, if you think you're insignificant, like it's not really a good way to live in my idea. Like if they just tell you you're just on this fucking spinning ball going through the universe and blah, 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 and there's chaos and entropy and you're going to die – like, it's just, it's not a healthy way to live in my eyes. I feel like when you are, when you, when you have, okay, so this guy on Rogan's podcast, his name is Brian Cox. He's from um, London. He's a physicist for CERN. 
He says, well, life may not have meaning, but it has purpose to you and me. So that's should be, that's something like it has purpose to me. There may not be not any meaning to life, but it has purpose, which is powerful. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. This is not getting, this is not funny anymore. <laughs> uh, I mean, is it ever really? <laughs> I was just going to point that's out. Good point. <laughs> I was just going to point out that Brian Cox was uh, the name of the actor that played Stryker in the X-Men movies. Hmm. Same guy? Brian Cox. I doubt it. Stryker. <laughs> the old, the older guy from like yeah. the, I, I liked those. They were, they weren't that bad. Like the, um, the OG X-Men movies. I thought they weren't They're You know, they're pretty good. I thought, dude, I, I didn't realize dark Phoenix or which one was the most recent one. Rise of the Phoenix or dark, dark Phoenix or something. Dark Phoenix. Dude, that shit was fucking heavy, bro. I haven't watched that. Yet. Like there's not a lot of comedic relief in it at all. Hmm. I'm, I'm I'm a big I'm not a big drama guy. Like I don't. First of all, I don't really watch a lot of action movies because I get bored with the action and dramas. Like I watch so much comedy that like any like any hint of drama or something sad happening, I start bawling. Like I start to mm. cry. Like tear up. All that shit. Like I can't. I can't handle any of that shit. And so okay. like I j- I watch a lot of comedies. I like superhero movies, comedies. I'm a big rom-com guy. Really, really? dig the rom-com. Rom-coms <laughs> aren't bad. I mean, I'm trying to think of my, some of my favorite rom I mean, dude, obviously I love Clueless. Oh, cool. Clueless is one of my favorite movies of all time. I think okay. 10 things I hate about you is one of my number. I like 10 <laughs> things I hate about you too. Yeah. Um even so, a lot of the that. Seth Rogen stuff is Pretty funny. I, you can uh, consider them like rom coms. Yeah, knocked up was kind of. He ended up with a girl, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knocked up. Even forty year old version is kind of a rom com too. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I'm, I'm more into comedies, but I really like superhero movies too. So I guess action. I just I've seen them all now because it just from whatever circumstances I've seen them, but. I just, I was never in, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and, like, I almost fell asleep uh, during The Force Awakens, like, luckily I woke up just before, um, fucking, uh, Han Solo died, dude, because, like, I, I, there's, like, the whole X-Wing attack for, like, 15 minutes, bro, and I'm, I, I almost fucking fell asleep during that shit, I can't, I can't, if there's no dialogue for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I, I check out. No, I did fall asleep. It's the same fucking movie as a new hope. Like, come on, dude. Well, I had an undiagnosed sleeping disorder at the time. So that really, that's my fault. That's where you're blaming (laughs) it. Fucking narcolepsy. Seriously. They have these, um, I've taken one of these like, um, super narcolepsy pills that are like, they're, I forgot what it's called, but it's, like it's not like Adderall it's it's not the same but it's sort of the same but it's not like it's not like if you just take it you're gonna fucking all speedy and shit um but it's like for narcolepsy but it gets you super focused for a few hours like quite a few hours Dave but it doesn't really make you huh 
I was asking Dave what the best narcolepsy pills on the market are. Is that me, Dave, or is that Australian Dave? Australian Dave. You'd have to ask um, Jacob that, uh, one of our friends on Discord. I think he currently takes something called modafinil for his uh, narcolepsy. Hmm. So check out out modafinil if you've got narcolepsy. They come in like, whatever they are, they come in like, it's like a big fucking, so you've seen like, you know how like Prilosec comes in like a a foiled pack with like 10 in, yeah. It's basically a foil pack that big, but only for one of them. Huh. And it, and it's like, um, it just, you know, it just makes it seem super hardcore. You said it just makes it super focused for a while? Super duper focused. Hmm. Sobers you up right away too. So but it doesn't you- make you feel, it doesn't make you feel all spun out. Like I've taken Adderall before where... It, like it can make you feel spun sort of like you know like high like um but um that stuff is different it's like it, it's di- i don't know it's hard to explain it, it, see like i never i always thought like it was kind of weird how to me when i didn't know better like it was kind of weird to me like how how if you're if you got adhd how why would they prescribe you adderall but then uh, I spoke to somebody who said basically, well, it's one of those things where if you have ADHD and you take something like that, what it's supposed to do is it inflates all your shit naturally. And then you're supposed to allow your body to naturally bring down your, whatever it is, that's way too high. But if you're not naturally like that, it just makes you cracked out. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like a paradoxical effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where like you, I'm trying to think of another drug that does that, but I can't, but like, it's one of those things that like, yeah, it's supposed to allow your body to naturally do it. So like what it does is like, you're already at 90 or 80, you take that or all and takes you at 120, but then your body naturally does it instead of like giving you, giving them Valium, you know what I mean? Where Valium will bring down their shit. This it'll bring it down maybe to the same levels, but it brings it down in a different way where like your body's not naturally doing it. Right. The, uh, well, whatever it is, is way too low. Yeah. No, the way it's like with a lot of these medications, it's like, if you don't need it, it will give you the symptoms that it's supposed to treat. Okay. Huh. Weird. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, like, I'm, I don't, you know, I rarely take pills and stuff like that. Like I'm not a big pill guy. Um, even like, um, uh, Tylenol and all that stuff. I'm not like, I'm not really into that or anything. I don't. I never get a flu shot. Do you guys get flu shots? I've never gotten a flu shot. I've never. And I've, I rarely get sick. I always get sick. Because <laughs> you live here. It's true. Nobody in this fucking town washes the damn hands. And my kids in in uh, elementary school, so he brings shit home all the time. Well, yeah. Okay. If you have you have kids, I I I'm just, damn my nipples starting to hurt for some reason. That's weird. <laughs> keep having like this weird pain in my nipple who's saying what now what now I was gonna have a heart out but I don't have are you talking to me I wasn't sure yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I was gonna have a heart out but I don't I don't have one so we can go for as long as you guys want I mean I'm enjoying myself so 
he doesn't have a hard out. He has a hard on. That's why That's his true. nipples all over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're getting way too excited talking about Adderall. Speaking of hard ons, go to spunkloop.com. Use promo code STMPOD at checkout. And when you're done with that, (laughs) when you're done with that, go to. (laughs) Yeah, when you're done with that, you need to wipe all that spunk lube off uh, and you need some ball wash. Go to ballwash.com. Use promo code STMPOD at checkout. Hey, so I got got a question. uh, Dave out there in um, Australia, is is he running the. The stuff off his rig over there, or are you guys yeah. running it over there? Well, we have a mixer set up and stuff, but he's running everything to YouTube and Discord for us, and he's pulling nice, up the comments and all that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, like um, so I know you guys were talking about having like trying to do something live, even like while your guys are driving, which I thought would be an awesome idea. I'd have to get a better, um, set, I think. A better what headset? So there's not as much. Well, so I was thinking about this, like if you guys, isn't there a way you can like, uh, like ghetto rig, a, a CB, you guys just all talk over CB. And then that CB basically just inputs into his shit in Australia. Well, no CBs to a place in North in Wyoming. Hmm. And then if you have to, I'm enjoying you watching. <laughs> huh? Yeah. So, well, that's, that's the thing. Like, you can't really CB it to him directly, so you're gonna lose more quality doing it from the CB to you know, Wyoming, and then again to Australia. There's but a. It could work. There's a uh, podcast um, host called Anchor, and what you do is you call into it and it records the conversation. That'd probably be the easier way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is there because the problem with that is that like you get spotty reception. So the whole thing about the good about CB, first of all, it gives it that real trucker feel. And yeah. on top of that, it should be a more steady connection. Um, but then you, but then you basically have to set up two relays, which, you know, can be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Or you can just get rid of that fucking Aussie over there and just do it over here or actually bring that guy over here. Are you able to come to this country? Or do you have? Yeah, he's not. He's not about that life. Why not? What kind of what, what kind of life are you about? Oh, just you know, sponging off my socialist government. You guys don't have a have glorious socialism, so I can't go to you. No, I mean, but here's the thing, though. Like, I mean, how so? It's, do you get a monthly check? Yeah. Oh. For what? As I was saying before. Um, oh, disability. Have, yeah, yeah. No, you have to sign up to my Patreon, the ten dollar tier, and then you can ask all the disabled questions you want. It's true. Other, otherwise, you're being, you're being an ableist by <laughs> by asking disabled questions. Bro, I already live with the, the fucking disabled guy, like. I don't need any more of that in my life, dude. Like, it's rough already. Dude, my brother, let me tell you, it's some rough shit. Like, I feel bad talking about it. Like, I want to film him and post it, but it's it's tough, dude. Like, I, I feel bad, bro. Like, he's got, he's got, like, first of all, it took, like, 10 years just to get his medication right. Yeah. So, yeah, he was a fucking asshole before, you know, and, like, he was... We got into plenty of fights when I was in high school and just after. But now, 
you know, after 10 years of trying to get his medication right, like everything was, everything's cool. He's calm. He's not violent, but like he just, he does some weird fucking shit, dude. Yeah. And like, it's fucking rough, dude. I don't know. I, I know well, why my parents basically were like, you deal with this shit. And they're like, we're going to, we're going to go live down the block. If you need us, just call us, dude. We're almost 80. Can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, with a comedian mind, I guess as well, uh, everything could be a bit. I mean, you kind of think. Here's that's the thing. Like, that's the thing. People tell me, "Oh, you got to do bits about your brother." I'm like, I don't know what it is. Like, I I can't come up with anything funny. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm it's too close. Well, your parents leaving leaving you with him is kind of funny. Well, that's yeah. Too bad. Yeah, that's true. Like, and like, it's definitely ruined some relationships for me. Like deal breakers yeah. in some relationships you know for, with girls that i've been with for years multiple years five six years and it like came to a point where like they kind of understood that oh like he's gonna be living with you for the rest of your life dude yeah yeah it's rough so <clears throat> are you a burden on the people that take care of you dave absolutely um we- <laughs> We we did an, an episode of an, another show where we ranked all the races and we put um, fados and cripples at the very bottom. And I 100% just uh, endorsed that as a as a cripple cripple fato. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should probably put something like uned, uneducated there too, because obviously they're not races, but that's fine. We understand you're yes, going through are. tough time. Yes, yeah. Yeah, that was that was part of the conversation. Um, yeah, yeah I of agree with you, it's not racism. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Jew, the Jew Israeli Israeli thing, right? So, you know, it's like, well, is, is it a religion? Is it a state? Who are you, when you say the Jews, who are you getting mad at? You're getting mad at Israelis. You're getting mad at Jews. What's happening? We're not sure. You muddle the lines, what you do, which is very smart, actually. So I wouldn't really consider you mentally disabled which really is the mental mentally disabled is the one that really gets all the like the love if you're <laughs> crippled or you know they don't you know if you have als or some sure spinal bifida like you know who they, people don't really care that much i so certainly only, don't only the mentally handicapped get all the yeah mentally handicapped Mental, mentally handicapped, and then you also have the ones that are born with mentally mental dis- disabilities, and the ones that do th- uh, to themselves with like drugs. So, like my brother, you guys know he doesn't get any love because he mm-hmm. fucking did it with them, did it to himself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to further drill down into in, in, into that, and we're probably going to do a whole episode dedicated to fados and cripples, all the different. So fado, you got him a fado, huh? Yeah, fat people and cripples. Oh, can I ask you this? Um, and, what's the difference between a rat cunt, bitch cunt, shit cunt, and dog cunt? I mean, <laughs> they're all just different different ways to call people a cunt. It's just variations. <laughs> no, like that's that. not true. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Not, you're, more, you're more Australian than me. Well done. Um, no. Yeah. No. So, but you, I, I think you're the per- perfect person to come on the show and talk about all the different types of. Uh, types of uh, cripples and retards and fados and then we can rank them from best to worst <laughs> okay and, and if yep so you down for that 
Sorry. Uh, yeah, of course. I'm always down for that. But like, um, I'm telling you, like, you got to look up. There's a different. There's a difference between the types of cunts. There's one that's like one that like stole your girl is one type. One that lied to you is another type. Mm-hmm. Cool. Am I wrong? I mean, no, that's not true. Yeah, well, I mean, because I'm Australian, I know everything about Australia. That's how it works. So I don't know if I. I don't know if I appreciate that tone. I'm supposed so, to be a guest on your podcast, huh? I don't know. Yeah. So tell, tell me all about the Kardashians. Okay, tell me. Uh, what would you like to know? <laughs> so they're like your third, third, fourth, fourth cousin, something like that? No, I don't think I'm related to them. I mean, look, one thing Armenians are not big on is inbreeding. So that's a good thing. It's actually... One of those things that, like, you're taught as a young child to never do that with your cousin or anything like that because your kids can end up like one of like like Bilak from uh, Borat. But um, Kardashians, the they're half breeds, which is cool. Um, I mean, we like most Armenians are like very impartial on them because they're usually. When they're when they're talking about Armenian stuff, they're usually positive. It's usually positive stuff. They also get flack for taking big black cock in their ass. So there's that. I mean, not always in their ass, but yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, her, her dad. Her dad was um, her dad was a pretty prominent figure in the Armenian community. So but like, so so her last name is Ian, right? My last name also ends in I-A-N. Uh, Sarah is my, like, my stage name, but my Serafian. My real name is Serafian. And um, uh, so the I-A-N signifies, like, you're usually Armenian. Y-A-N also, but Y-A-N is more of a more recent thing. Like, if you came to this country before 84, your name is most likely I-A-N. If you came to this country after 84, you're last name is mostly is most likely yan and that's just like a government thing that like they do on the passports it's like a russian thing like after mm-hmm. um after soviet union fell so it's all that kind of stuff um you know, know. So why why did you go with a stage name well it all started because i originally i was applying for work um and somebody gave me, have you guys ever heard of InDesign? It's just like a plat, it's like a thing for, you know, the creative suite or whatever. So they gave me an InDesign um, template for my resume. And I put in all my information, but then my name, because because the name on the InDesign plat- template that I had was so big across the top, my whole name didn't fit in it. It just said Dave Sarah, S-A-R-R-A. And I kind of liked the way that looked. And then, so I started sending out my, my resume like that. And I honestly started getting a lot of, a lot more feedback from it. And I don't know if it's because they don't want to hire Armenians or what, or if my name just looked too long or, or whatever the fuck, or if my name looked Mexican, maybe Sara. So like, and because there's 90% Mexican in Southern California, maybe that was part of the reason too, but it just worked. And I just kind of kept it like that too. And also I don't, I really don't want my mom or anybody, any of my family seeing any of my stand up, bro. Like, Come on, dude. Talk about cocaine. Talk about the N. Like I say the N word. You know, I don't want to talk about that shit, bro. 
I don't want to have to make, I don't want to have to answer, answer questions at family parties for that kind of shit. So the longer I can go without anybody knowing the better it is for me. So right. you don't, you really don't want to be an ambassador for the Armenian community. Is what you're no, I don't mind. No, I don't mind being an ambassador. I, I say it all the time that I'm Armenian, uh, Armenian, but like, it's just, it, you know, I just rather not have my, my full name out there just because it just makes it easier for people to search my shit. Plus there's already a David Serafian who is homosexual and he makes gay indie films. So he's already got, so he's, he's already got the David Serafian fucking, exactly. Yeah. He's already got the <laughs> David Serafian fucking on lockdown over there. All right. One last question and then we'll get out of here and do some plugs. And okay. Stuff. Um, why are you blacklisted from Kill Tony? Oh, so I, so the Kill Tony, uh, discord channel started, I think in around July, I came in around probably, uh, the end of August is when I came on and it was only like 10 or 12 people. And I've been going to kill Tony since, um, 2000 and probably the end of 2017 or like middle of 2017. So I, I would go once or twice a month. So for about a solid two years, I was going signing up for kill Tony and signing up for the potluck and not getting on. I got onto the potluck a couple times, but I never got onto the, onto the kill Tony. So recently, maybe about two or three months ago, the discord's growing and like yeah. I'm now going every week and I'm meeting people now from the discord also, uh, at the shows and, and we're at, I'm trying to remember whose show was, I don't remember exactly. It might've been a Mark Norman one. It might've been just before that. I, I can't remember who it was, but we, so I go and then it's just a basic, like, I'm just like, they said, all right, we're going to call the last comedian call the last comedian. It wasn't me. I went out to go smoke and then they called another one and it was me. And then it just turned into this whole thing because like I, we were joking about like, Oh, he's going to OD in the bathroom and blah, 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 just joking around like bullshit. Cause I was saying, Oh, I'm going to say, take some Coke with me. Like yada, yada. And, um, so the discord went nuts and then red band obviously says blacklisted. Right. Yeah. But it's not really a thing, but it's just a funny thing that we kind of just do because, it's just funny. Like, even if I were to get on now, like I've been going, like I said, still once or twice a month since then I haven't gone on, but if I were to get on, you know, I still kind of like the idea of just staying blacklist just cause it's funny. Like it's funny, I guess. But yeah, I got picked and I, I wasn't there. I was outside having cigarette or smoking bowls with Alex, I think. And like, just that's why I'm blacklisted and just turned into like, kind of like a thing. All right. You got really some sorry, yeah. I mean, just go to my Twitter, Dave Exhale, D-A-V-E-X-H-A-L-E. Don't go to my Instagram. It's hacked. Um, I'm on Dave Sarah at YouTube, D-A-V-E-S-A-R-R-A. Uh, and if you go to my Twitter, there's a link to my Discord there. Join the Discord. It's a lot of fun, dude. Drugs is a hell of a drugs, baby. Love you all. Thank you, you know. very much for having me, by the way. This was very fun. Actually, <laughs> well, went a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ooh, you guys, how smooth did you think it was going to be? <laughs> I thought it was going to be very bad, honestly. I thought it was going to be garbage, but actually it's actually very good. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the first funny thing you've said the whole two hours. (laughs) Okay, dude. Flip that part out where I thought it was going to be really bad. (laughs) Like, like if we want to talk about funny, like your face is funny, dude. I don't know what to tell you. All right, well, that was another thing. Like, I'm I'm glad I didn't turn into Chris Chris too much in this podcast because anytime I do a podcast, I just like try to basically turn myself into crystalia and so i'm glad i didn't do that do that this time like i'm just glad i was able to be myself so that's good you can cool. follow us everywhere at stm pod uh the link to the discord will be in the podcast description um song of the week this week goes to should have known um by project nine and you can follow them at project nine that's a curtain call records joint shout out to curtain call records for sending us song of the week every week currentcallrecords.com follow my personal twitter at never been funny with one e Dave I will uh, I will ryanlongcomedy.com yeah. with an i Randy uh, restless native on twitter native spelled with an 8 the number 8 uh, Randy Garner humor on instagram and on tiktok and rando g ando underscore g on bite we're both on on discord uh, well, me more than Randy, but we're both on there. You can I'm on him. Discord, but I'm on the Conan Exiles boards more than I am. It's a fun game. You can follow Crom, I guess, at Crom underscore Trues. Yeah, I'll follow Crom. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks for coming, guys. Hey, man. Thanks a lot, guys. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Anytime. Let me know. Anytime. I'm down. Okay? All right. We'll Thanks, do. Dude. Bye. Bye. He's a dummy. Bye-bye.